If you've got your Bibles, I want to invite you to turn with me over to the book of Colossians. We'll be in Colossians chapter 4, bounce to a couple of different places. We're in the summer, and uh, like I said earlier, we're going to be, unfortunately, time flies, period. Uh, we'll be marking off weeks, weeks will fly by, and before you know it, it'll be, it'll be cold weather. That's just how it is, y'all. That's just how it is. It flies by. I want to encourage you, um, look at chapter 4, verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer. Devote yourselves to prayer. Keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. Guys, how do you, how do we get through life? We get through life through praying. We get through life through being led by the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you're a prayer warrior or not. You know, everybody can't do what Jason Pate does sitting up here on this. And, and did you notice that when he hits it up here, it makes one noise and hit it down there, it makes another noise? See, I didn't know that. I learned that watching him a few minutes ago. Everybody can't do all of that, but you know what everybody can do? They can pray. Guys, if there's something the church needs now, if there's something the church would needs and the world needs now is, is prayer warriors. It needs a devoted group of men and women. It needs a devoted group of followers of Christ who are, who are committed, devoted to prayer. They're, they have a spirit of prayer. No, and I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about walking around and praying and not being any use to the rest of the world. No, I'm talking about inside when you're out here playing on a Wednesday night or when you're at work on a, on a Tuesday afternoon afternoon at two o'clock when it seems like everything is falling apart and life is just happening inside of you in your spirit in the deepest part of you there is a joy that is singing praises to your Lord and Savior that is singing praises to your God there is a sense of prayer in going on inside of you in the middle of a mountain or in the middle of a storm or a valley guys we need prayer warriors we need prayer warriors throughout the summer. We need prayer warriors throughout the year. You know, it seems like I'm always in, intensified during, especially you got, you got this right here. We've got our, our prayer calendar that we put out front, and I encouraged uh, many of you, I encouraged all of you to pick up one of these when you're leaving out. It's uh, Spark Studios prayer calendar. You're like, well, what is Spark Studios? Spark Studios are theme for Vacation Bible School that's just coming up in a few weeks from now. Uh, June 26th through the 30th. Guys, be praying. Devote yourself to praying for Vacation Bible School. Devote yourself to be praying for the, for the children. We've gone through now. We're on day five. Day one, thank God for providing all we need to abound in His goodness. Day two, ask God to grant His favor and honor on everyone who is serving in Vacation Bible School. Day three, pray that the kids and adults will grasp that they are God's very own workmanship. Day four, pray that the VBS director and the workers involved with the preparation and planning for Vacation Bible School and today, ask God to give strength to the workers when they are weary and power when they are weak. You may not have signed up. You may not, be, you may not even be in town during Vacation Bible School, and that's fine, but you can pray. Guys, you can pray. Bible says pray. Paul is telling here the church of Colossae, devote yourselves to prayer. Be committed to pray. He tells the church over in Thessalonica, he says, pray without ceasing. Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, he says, when you pray, 
It's not a if you pray, it's a when you pray. We as a church, we as a body of Christ are to be praying, praying for one another, praying constantly that the Holy Spirit of God would come and fall in this place. This past Wednesday night was, a, was, was an amazing time. I told people, I said it, I said it on the video. Guys, you couldn't have scripted it any better. You couldn't have scripted it any better. You had people, you had people that hadn't... We might have had some visitors, might have, but for the most part, it was us. It was all of us. It was a lot of us. And people were talking, and people were getting to know one another, and people were just spending time and didn't want to leave. I mean, if there were folks here, to, they say about, what, 10, 15 or so, there were people here. You're like, really? I thought church ended at 7. It did. But at 17, the sun had a lot more daylight left. Guys, how awesome would it be if we as the church just took this thing right here? Said, so we don't pay that no attention. I mean, we're not looking at the clock. We're not looking at that, that time. You know what was so interesting? What was his name? He just left. He was with Robin M. Fernando Francesco. Francesco. I had a chance to talk to him as we were sitting there wrapping, wrapping hot dogs and hamburgers and all that. He went back to Italy. I said, what surprised you about us? And you know what he said? He said, and I'll never forget this. He said, you people, you're just in such a hurry. You are just in such a hurry. You're just, you're just flying. You get somewhere, and you get somewhere, and by the time you get in, you're just ready to get to the next place. Guys, at the end of the day, who do we miss through all of that? Who do we miss? Got to go, got to go, got to go. Got to go, got to go, got to go. I mean, yeah, but the, the, there's plenty of sun. 17, I literally was having a conversation with somebody in this, I think, very room right now. And we was looking at the clock, and, and I'm like, look, the cool thing about a night like tonight is it's 17. Church ended 10 minutes ago, and there's nobody leaving. Because there's still a lot of daylight left. What happens when it gets dark? The lights come on. What happens when it gets really dark? I guess we got to go home. We got to go. That's when you know a body is getting it. That's when you know that God is doing something in the room. I don't need to go nowhere because the people I love, the people I care for, the people I want to be with are right here. Pray. Devote yourselves to prayer. What did the early church look like? What did, what did the body of Christ look like early on? Acts. Just, just stay there in Colossians. We're coming back. I, I, I pray, Lord God, show me in your word. Show me what it looked like. And it's hard to find anywhere else. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship into breaking of bread, into prayer. And everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common, and they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing with all as anyone might have need. They took care of each other. And day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they together were taken. Their meals 
with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding. The Lord was adding to it. Well, what was the gimmick? Nothing. They just loved each other. They loved God and it it made them love one another. And there's no gimmick. You love God and you love one another. That's contagious. People want to be a part of that. How does that happen? Guys, we need the church praying. We need the church praying continuously. We need to be praying for one another. We need to be praying for life. We need to be praying as people are going through this thing called life, praying constantly. Look, look at here. we got all these folks that's come. we got people that we run in contact with. Look, look at what it says here. Notice his requests. Devote yourselves to prayer. Keep it alert and in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. If you say, hey, I don't know what to pray for, thank God that you're alive. Thank God for the food. Thank God for the family. Thank God for the day. Thank God for the little things. The things we take for granted. We, can, we could go all day long in our spirit. God, I thank you for breath. I thank you for life. I thank you for him. I thank you for her. I thank you, God, that, that I can speak to you. God, I thank you that I'm not an enemy of yours anymore. I thank you for your spirit that is pointing out, Lord. I thank you for keeping me from that. Lord, I praise you that, I, that you didn't let me go there. Lord, I, I praise you that, that you that you lead me. God, I praise you, God. Constantly praying. Praying at the same time, verse 3. Praying at the same time for us as well. God will open up to us a door for the word so that we may speak forth the mystery of Christ for which I have been also been in prison that I may make it clear in the way I ought to speak. Guys, we see people all the time. And one of the things we need to pray for is that the Lord would give us the words to say. God, give me the words to say. Let my words be words that... that that honor you, God, let my words keep the, keep the Lord in the center of all that you do. You hear me? A lot of, lot of busyness in the summer. We're going to be going, we're going to be going to beaches, we're going to be going to the mountains, we're going to be going to conferences and conventions and trips, and we're going to have get-togethers, and we're going to have people playing in our backyard, and we're going to be going to ball games and the lake and concerts. Everybody was at Garth Brooks last night, and everybody's everywhere all over the place. I mean, here's the deal. In the middle of all of that, keep the Lord the center of it. Keep the Lord in the middle of it. How can that happen? I'm just me. I'm one person I'm one person and all these thousands of people, whether you're at a stadium or at a ball game or whether you're at the beach or at the mountains, you're at the lake, God, how do you keep the Lord the center of it? Here's the thing. You may not can keep it the center of their lives, but you can keep it in the center of our lives. Prayer. It's easy. It's easy to get distracted it's easy to go all day long. It's easy to pray in the morning. It's easy to pray before a meal. It's easy to pray and then not think about Him again. It's easy to forget. 
It's easy to get caught up in the distractions. It's easy. I'm telling you, it's easy. But how do we keep him the center? That takes self-discipline. I was talking to kids yesterday. We had our football camp. Had a great camp. Appreciate everybody that worked it. That was really good. I got down there and I didn't know exactly what I was going to say. I kind of knew the verse I was going to talk about. And I I got up under the tent and I said this. And I thought it was kind of interesting because I'd never thought about this. You get one chance to make the right decision every decision. That's a tongue twister, ain't it? I even had to go back and ask a couple people, what did I say? Because I thought that was pretty cool. I'd never thought about that before. And I said it so many times that I could say it in front of you right then. But you get one chance to make the right decision. Every decision. You get one shot at it. Decisions come up, choices come up, opportunities come up, days come up, life comes up. This calendar, guess what? It's the fifth today, it'll be the sixth tomorrow. Boom. Seventh, eighth, ninth. We'll be in Christmas, we'll be, we'll be celebrating. The choir will be singing a cantato about Jesus being born. Just like that. How do we keep him the center of our life? How do we keep him the center of our day? How do we keep him the center of our decisions? Through prayer. Look at what he says. Look at verse 5. Look at verse 5. Guys, the world's watching you. Conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders, making the most of the opportunity. Let your speech always be with grace as though seasoned with salt so that you will know how you should respond to each person. You may be the only light in the room. You may be the only believer in the room. You may be. So when you open your mouth, Lord God, when I open my mouth, God, I pray today that when I open my mouth, Lord, I do what honors you, God. I keep you the center of this room. I keep you the center of my life. Lord, I live in such a way that the world sees you through me. Guys, what we say matters. How we live matters. The choices we make matters. You get one chance to make the right decision. Decisions come all day long. I'm talking to a bunch of kids and they're looking at me and they're like, that makes sense. We got all these decisions. We got decisions on the weekends. We got decisions we make throughout the week. We got decisions. It's like, here I am. What do I do? Do I listen to the world or I do what I want to do? Do I, do, I keep, do I devote myself to prayer? Bible says devote yourselves to prayer. It's a decision to do that or not. It's a choice. Have you ever noticed that when you just live life and you get away, this, this, this is the point I made to the little people. Have you ever noticed how one bad decision leads, leads to another bad decision? Leads to another bad decision. And before long, you just before long, you're just only a few bad choices away from from where you should have been. But you're in a bad spot. I shouldn't have went. 
The Spirit of God, the radars are going off. I shouldn't have said that. Have you ever? Have you ever? Bah! I do it all the time. My family, look, see, nobody's on stage. My family says, see, <laughs> look at them, they, they, they shaking their heads. I'm getting some attaboys from at least three in the room, rest of them's at camp. But we, bah! and then we're like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have been that way. That was wrong. What is that? What is that feeling come from? That's the Holy Spirit. Praise God for the Holy Spirit. You get one chance to make the right decision, every decision. Because if we don't, if we forget, if we're not praying, if we're not asking God to, to give us the right words to say, if we're not asking God to let our words be seasoned with salt, God, here comes, here comes people I don't even know. Here comes new people. Here comes people I know really, really well. Lord, let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, let them be pleasing to you, oh God. Because if we don't, one bad one leads to another bad one, leads to another bad one, and before long, we're in a bad place. And it all started by ignoring what his word says, ignoring them, them, them red flags. That's not who you are. That's not what you should do. That's not where you should be. That's not how you should act. This is not who I saved you to be. You're not that person anymore. Remember that new you? Who has control over every bit of that? We do. Everybody do this. Do it hard. You feel that? Huh? Huh? Now stop. Kind of stings, don't it? It's like, it's not her fault. It's not his fault. It's me. It's the person that was just doing that to you. I want you to, I want you to, Put the words, put the words back, put those words back up. Start back in Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. There it is. Take that finger and do this. Hold it there and read that verse. Let's read it out loud. Devote yourself to prayer. Keep an alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. Me? Devote yourself to prayer. And I know they do it jokingly. But it's almost weekly. I walk out those doors and say, man, I wish so-and-so had been here and heard that. I wish so-and-so would have been here to hear that one. They needed that. Devote yourself to prayer. Watch your mouth. Listen to this. Listen to this verse. Listen to this verse. It's over in Ephesians. It's over in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Put it up there. Y'all don't have to read it. Just look at what it says. Ephesians 4, 29 says, Let 
No unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification. According to the need of the moment. What does that mean? So that it will give grace to those who hear. The need of the moment. So if I... So if I'm supposed to let no unwholesome word proceed from my mouth, but only such a word that is good for edification according to the need of the moment. That means the moment right now I'm with my wife. And right now I'm with my kids. And right now I'm with my friends. And right now I'm with my staff. And right now I'm with deacons. And right now I'm just with the church. Lord God, right now, Lord, I need need you in this situation. God, I pray that the words of my mouth be pleasing to you right now. God, God, protect me. Lord, when I'm in a grocery store, when I'm at a ball game, when I'm all excited, when when, when I'm kind of relaxing on the weekend, when I'm at the beach, when I'm at a game and my team is up or my team is down and the referees on my side or not on my side, Lord, let the words of my mouth protect it, Lord. At this moment, right now, God, I pray. What are we asking for? Devote yourself to prayer. Praying constantly. Turn over to Psalms. Psalms 141. There's a lot of you in here this morning. O Lord, verse 1, O Lord, I call upon you, hasten to me. Give ear to my voice when I call to you. May my prayer be counted as incense before you and the lifting up of my hands as evening offering. Look at verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Look at verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. And keep watch over the door of my lips. We're going to see a lot of people this summer. We're going to see a lot of people... Every day of our lives, we see people. Guys, what we say matters. How we conduct ourselves matters. How we carry ourselves matters. What we do matters. Where we go matters. You may be the only Christ they see. You may be the only believer they see. You may be the only influence they've been watching you may be. There's a, there's a great responsibility on us as believers. God, help us say the right things. Devote yourselves to prayer. God, give me the words to say. Lord, help me, Lord, as I go to church today, as I go to work today, as I go to wherever today. God, as I go to vacation Bible school this week, as I go to 
camp, as I go, Lord, as I go tonight to the to the bingo thing or whatever the weekend is, whatever the the the, the Wednesday is, Lord, I, I pray, God, that you would use me, Lord, put words in my mouth. Let the conversations, Lord, honor and edify and glorify you. God, I pray that you would give me the words to say, that you would show me how I ought to speak. God, that you would help me to say the right things. God forbid, God forbid, we say anything that turns someone away from Christ. God forbid we ever say anything that turns anyone away from Christ. Guys, there's a lot of things that we need to be praying for. But one that we need to really be praying for is each one of us and what comes out of this thing. Right here. Set a guard over it, Lord. Station. Station ministering angels about it. And don't let me don't let us, don't let we, each one of us, transform us, God. Because here's the deal, what comes out of us is what's in us. What's, what, what, what comes out is who that is. You only get one chance to make the right decision, each decision. Each one. What kind of, can you take that back a step? What kind of Christian do you want to be? What kind of believer do you want to be? What kind of father, mother, son, daughter? What kind of employer, employee, student, leader? What kind of person you want to be? It all starts with, Lord God, let the words, let these words edify you. Let these words please you. Let these words magnify you and that starts from a heart that starts from who's in here who's in here who's in here whose are you whose are you I want us to pray for one another I want us to pray for one another church devote yourselves to prayer I want you to pray for me okay I did this at Chapel Hill I am at Chapel Hill. I did this at Excel. That was before Chapel Hill. And I ain't going to do it like this. But I just ask you to commit to pray for me. Okay? I commit to pay for, pray for Brother Shannon. Just please. And some of you, most of you, many of you do. Pray for me. Pray for my family. Pray for the staff. Pray for the staff's family. Pray for this church. Over this body, pray that God's Spirit would be upon this place. That, that every activity, every time these doors are open, every time, every time I stand before a group or we stand before a group or an opportunity, that the words we say would edify and bring glory to God and that lives would be changed and transformed. Not just us, but one another. Pray for one another. Pray for one another. Devote yourselves to prayer. Commit on the inside of who you are that I'm going to pray. 
God, that I'm going to praise you and I'm going to have a spirit of thanksgiving. And God, I pray that you would give me the words to say. God, give them the words to say. Every time an opportunity comes up, let the, let the words that they say honor and glorify your great name. And God, every time I come into somebody at that moment, Lord, in that, at that moment, whatever the need is, Lord, I pray that the words that come out of my mouth honor and glorify you, King Jesus, and protect and guard my mouth. Pray for each other. I want us to pray. Not gonna, not gonna do this. Not gonna do this. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. A few things I want to mention at the end, but I want us to just, just bow your heads. Before you pray for somebody else, remember that finger that was pointing and pinging the chest. Start right there. Pray for your family. Pray for me. Pray for the staff. Pray for all these summer things that we're trying to do. Guys, I'm going to tell you a secret as we pray, and it's for unity. It's for unity. Pray for unity in this body. Pray for your Sunday school teacher. Guys, lift up Vacation Bible School. All the teachers. Pray for the parents and the community that they would just bring their kids. Pray that lives would be changed. Kids would be saved. Right now, by name, Every church that you ride by on a regular basis, pray for them. Call their names out to the Lord for their vacation Bible school this year. Father God, there's so many things we could pray for. There's so many things we could be asking. Lord, you tell us in your word that we don't know how to pray, how we should, but your spirit. God, you, you, see, your, you see your kids, Lord, here. 
Lord, I'm just trying to be led by your Spirit. And God, I'm throwing words out. And you hear their prayers. And you hear their heart. You hear their efforts. You hear their interceding. You hear them standing in the gaps for so many, Lord. You see that. God, help us devote ourselves to just this. When we're at a red light. And all those cars are around us, Lord. And we're in a big group of people. And all those people are around us, Lord. When there's a lot of noise, or God, when it's just really, really quiet. God, let us be men and women that are sitting there in the... Or standing there in the midst of all of whatever we find ourselves in. At that very moment, let us be... Praising you, interceding, seeking you, God, shining, bringing you glory, bringing you honor, bringing you praise. God, and we're going to give you honor and glory for what you do. God, for your great name, for your great name's sake. God, you be glorified. King Jesus, you be glorified in this life that you've given me and in these lives you've given us. Lord, help us. Spend us up, Lord, for you. We'll give you praise in Christ's name. Amen.